No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Before we get into this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, I'd like to comment on the statement that Donald Trump made attacking Ron DeSantis. Matt and I talk about this in the segment, but it bears repeating. The people of Florida elected Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump did not get Ron DeSantis elected as governor of Florida. The idea that Ron DeSantis owes Donald Trump loyalty for anything is a wild stretch of the imagination. One of the things that Trump is not thinking through here, and this is why I really can't support him going forward unless he turns out to be the nominee for the Republican Party, and then it'll be reluctantly this time, is that he's losing the people of Florida by attacking Florida's governor. Ron DeSantis is loved by Floridians. As a matter of fact, he's got a great reputation with most of the true constitutional conservatives across the country. Donald Trump, should he be the nominee, cannot win without collecting Florida's electoral college votes. He just can't. There's no pathway to the White House that doesn't include Florida. He's also ticking off people in Texas. If you lose both Florida and Texas... I don't even know why you bother running unless you want to be a disruptor, like Ross Perot. And what did we get when Ross Perot ran? He may have had some good ideas, but when you are too egotistical and too stubborn to understand that you are causing more harm than good, then you cause that harm. And it appears that's what Donald Trump seems to be wanting to do today, is to attack his opponents in the primary like he did before when we needed a disruptor but he's destroying the Republican Party because of it. Now, there's a sidecar to this. I'm not a fan of Rona McDaniels either. That she got re-elected was an inside power play that should tick every rank-and-file Republican off. So just like we should be insisting that our state governments claw back power from the federal government so that our state governments are rightfully reinstalled as the most powerful government in our lives... Our framers wanted the states to have more power than the federal government. The federal government was supposed to be a stopgap. We should start making sure that if you are going to make a contribution to somebody who's running for office in your state, that you give it to the state party. Or better yet, give it directly to the campaign. In the day of the digital age, the federal political party, it's kind of a cash cow for people to have expensive office furniture, if you catch my drift. So give directly to the candidates you support. There's enough grifting going on, but as for Donald Trump and his statements, if he keeps attacking Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis people have to start attacking Donald Trump. Is that really what he wants? Seeing as how he said we could suspend the Constitution for his gain? Those are very dangerous, dangerous statements. And people who are supporting Donald Trump better start asking themselves, What is this guy all about if he can say things like this? It's disturbing. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. 
Joining us right now up there in the panhandle of Florida, where well, you might have a little fog up there, might even have a little rain by the looks of this, but it's Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com. Mr. Captain. Yes, sir. Hooray. Goodbye. See ya. There we go. Okay. Is it raining up there? Uh, dense fog. Okay, dense fog. Dense All right. Fog. I see the fog. I see the fog. And it was moving east last hour. So, okay, that makes sense. Now, we've got some fog scattered along the area over here. Well, you know, I'm going to go for the easy stuff here at the moment. We had Mr. Swalwell, Mr. Schiff. And Ms. Omar all go on CNN over the weekend and just absolutely positively make their entire situation worse, if that was even possible to do, because all they did was sit there and make damn fools out of themselves. Well, and and they proved why they shouldn't be on the committees that they that they were removed from. Correct. Yeah, especially Swalwell, this guy who's trying to say he didn't have a relationship with somebody who was directly connected to the Chinese intelligence apparatus. In the Army. And, and you know, Alma, you've got to be kidding me. You know, this guy proves that he, he, doesn't have, he doesn't have the intellectual station to actually be serving in Congress. And, and how the people of California and his district sent him back is, is beyond me. You know, you, you've got to wake up. There's got to come a time when you look at the facts as they are and say, you know what, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't send somebody who isn't intelligent enough to keep a foreign power's intelligence service out of his bed. And, and as far as shift is concerned, here's a guy who's still hawking the Trump-Russia collusion thing after it was debunked by even the Democrats. Mm-hmm. So his intelligence quotient has to be under that of a vegetable. Mm-hmm. His people keep sending him back to Congress. So at some point we have to wonder what's wrong with the people there that they keep sending these people back to Congress. <laughs> I you think know, I know. We, the- we, mm-hmm. we, we, get, we get the government that we deserve. And when you start adding up people like Swalwell and Schiff, you have to wonder what we deserve. I think I know the reason why. I think. Number one, Swalwell represents an area north of Hollywood. Schiff represents Hollywood itself. Well, it it still doesn't, you know, what's a prerequisite for Congress here? Let's find the dumbest person in the room and elect him? Apparently. You know, I mean, look, the egregious acts of these two people that warrant they're not going to Washington so grotesquely outweigh anything that they brought home to their districts. I don't know where to begin. But then again, if you if you read like tweets from people like Rob Reiner, I mean, if you if you want to, if you're having the need to vomit for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Don't use Epicac. Go to Twitter and read Rob Reiner's post. This guy's so delusional mm-hmm. that maybe they think Schiff and Swalwell do a good job. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see what these two people brought back to their district or brought back to their state as far as accomplishments are concerned. But if all these people in Hollywood care about 
is screaming untruths about people who are on the other side and stoking discontent among the American people and having every other state in the country look at you as though you're an idiot, I guess they produce. All righty, Frank Savato and I will be right back, folks, with more. And to be continued, i got a little bit more to say about Shift and Company. And then we're going to move on to uh, the president over the weekend and where he was at and some things that have come forward, uh, especially about our governor. I don't know about you, but I like our governor. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to a fellow brother of the badge, Matt Bruce, on the Captain's America Third Watch. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. All righty, welcome back, everybody, to the Captain's America Third Watch. This portion of the program, my conversation with Frank Silvato, is being brought to you by our good friends at Moss Family Automotive. You know, if you're in need for a vehicle or in need for speed, they can do both. If you need a truck, if you need a car, go to the website, Moss Nissan. That's M-A-U-S, MossNissan.com. All right, Frank Salado from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Now, we'll go back to uh, shift for a second here, and then we'll switch gears. It's just hard to figure why, hard to figure why the Intel Committee uh, and, and in particular, the uh, Democratic uh, chairman there, the majority leader, rather, in the House, are pushing so hard to get shift back over there and uh, keep Omar there and get uh, Falwell uh, on a committee. Because we all know that what they did, if you first of all, if you were in the military and you did what Swalwell did, they would have had you up on charges and run you out of the Army, and you'd probably be spending time in Leavenworth. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can kind of see why they think Omar needs to retain her spot on the Foreign Relations Committee, kind of, kind of. I think her rhetoric about the United States uh, disqualifies her for being on that on that committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're supposed you're supposed to be someone who wants to advance the United States on the world stage and look out for their best interests in the face of foreign relations when you're on that committee. And obviously she doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
But as far as Swalwell's concerned, he, the, with his relationship, he proved that he is imprudent when it comes to sitting on that committee. And, you know, he doesn't have the prerequisite for it. He, he doesn't He doesn't think things through the way he needs to be just to serve on that committee. And Schiff has a very, very polluted relationship with the truth. Mm-hmm. So he has disqualified himself from that committee. So the Democrat leadership, that is insisting that those two people be on the Intelligence Committee is starting to disqualify themselves from credibility when it comes to leadership. You want the best people for the job on these committees, not just the people whose time has come or, well, we got to send them back because he was on there before. No, you don't. You're constantly trying to refine, or at least you should be, you should constantly be trying to refine government to make it better so that it serves the people better. Democrats, and and I hate to say it, but a lot of Republicans, don't do that. It's it's the it's my turn crowd in in the federal government. And that's why, and you know, we're talking about this on break a little bit. I, you know what, we've got to strengthen up our state organizations like Mm -hmm. we did in Florida. We've got to strengthen up our Republican apparatuses state by state so that we don't have to look to the federal for any type of leadership. Mm -hmm. At at this point, I say that if you're a Republican in the state of Florida, Republican in the state of Texas, Republican in the state of South Carolina, state by state, if you're going to make a contribution, make it to your state party. Yep. Let's fix our own backyards first, because once all of our backyards are cleaned up and potent and they execute correctly like they did in Florida last election cycle, then you don't have to depend on the Roma McDanielses of the, of the federal ilk. If we could take, you know, in a macro look at that, if we take government back for the states, we don't have to rely so much on who sits on committees in Washington because mm-hmm. we've clawed back the power from the federal government and we're back to a 50-state confederacy, as it were, a 50-state union that is where government is most potent at the state level rather than the federal the way the, the framers intended. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to talk about Donald Trump over the weekend. Uh, was up in New Hampshire and in South Carolina, a couple of campaign stops. But along the way, he came out and made a comment about our governor, Ron DeSantis, in Florida. Now, yeah. I, I like Ron DeSantis. I think Ron DeSantis literally walks on water. I think he's smart. I think he's a, he's, he knows what he's doing. I've met the man. I've talked to him. I've talked to his wife. I'm thoroughly impressed. And I'm getting a little bit sick of Donald Trump going after our governor, who it's his governor too, Ron DeSantis, when he should just keep his mouth shut. Well, what he said about Ron DeSantis is patently false. So Donald Trump is starting to chisel away at, at his own marble physique and, and disqualifying himself on, on the basis of truthfulness. Ron DeSantis did not win the governorship in Florida because of Donald Trump. He won it because of the people of Florida. Mm -hmm. 
So his idea, and that's what he said, quote, Ron DeSantis won the governorship because of me. And his 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 thinking about running for president, well, that's just disloyal. Mm-hmm. But disloyal? To who? You're not president. Mm-hmm. You're a private citizen. You're you're a candidate to be president again, which I think is a very stupid decision. But hey, you get to do what you want to do. Now the the question here is this: If he keeps attacking Ron DeSantis, who I believe is a, a superior politician and a superior public servant to Donald Trump, by the way, and I don't mind saying that. But if you keep attacking him like this. He's going to lose the state of Florida, whether DeSantis runs or not. Yep. And if you lose the state of Florida, you don't win the White House, period, dot. Yep. Not only that, you lose the people across the country who think that DeSantis and and the way that he handles, responds and handles the federal government in the state of Florida is the right thing to do. You lose those people, too. So if you look at the at the ground game here, you already have a solidified left that doesn't like Donald Trump. They're not moving from this. They don't like him. They don't like the issues that he keeps thumping. They like his policies from when he was president. Mm-hmm. And, and Lindsey Graham's trying to float the idea that you can't have his policies if you don't have the man. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like saying we can't go back to Reagan policies because because Reagan's not there. That's a stupid statement. Lindsey Graham's time has well passed. It's time for him to be booted out of office, too. He's an idiot. Mm-hmm. But you're solidifying the left look we did during the midterms, and it showed you. That in the places where where Trump had his people screaming the election was stolen and running on MAGA, 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 they lost. Mm-hmm. Tight races, they lost. Yep. So he's solidifying the left. He's alienating the DeSantis people in the center and on the right, and he's losing Florida. How is that a winning combination for the Republican Party in November 2024? Mm-hmm. All right, can you stick around for another segment? You bet. All right, hold on. I'm going to be right back with uh, Frank Silvato, folks. And when I come back, I've had a request to discuss the fair tax. So I did a bunch of research yesterday, and I sent this along to Frank. And we're going to talk about the fair tax, how it works, how you get it, and what it will replace. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be an interesting conversation that you're going to enjoy. This is Captain America, Third Watch. I'll be right back. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is often laced into illicit drugs and used to make fake versions of prescription pills. You can't see it, taste it, or smell it. Suppliers mix fentanyl into their products because it's potent and cheap, and the dealer might not even know. Keep yourself and others safe by knowing the real deal on fentanyl. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. 
This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. This portion of Underground USA is brought to you in part by Judson Carroll, herbalist and author. If you would like to learn about herbal medicine or cooking or gardening, homesteading, all the self-reliant skills, go to my website, judsoncarroll.com, and sign up for my free Substack newsletter. All right, Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com is back with us. Hello, sir. Mr. Captain. Now, I want to mention that uh, Christine chimed in here, and uh, first she said, a value-added tax is every part of an item, not just the overall item. It's 20% plus in the U.K. value-added tax. Okay. And then she says, to follow that up, I wonder what classified information Hillary and Bill Clinton have. Watch out for the, the bond fires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, 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 I'm sure the document shredders are starting to glow red with heat mm-hmm. over at the Clinton Foundation, but we're never going to see those because Merrick Garland is the Attorney General. Yep. So don't don't expect anybody raiding the Obama the Obama Library in Chicago. That's you know in, it's still in storage out there, and don't expect anybody to be knocking down the door in Chappaqua or over at the Clinton at the Clinton Foundation. Those, you're just not going to see that happen. That's why this whole thing is a witch hunt. And I got an email from a, an avid listener, and I appreciate him. His name is Paul. Thank you much, Paul. Paul lives over in, uh, where does he live here? It said it on here somewhere. Largo. Okay. But anyway, let me start with the beginning here. Uh, he says, I, I submit for your consideration the fair tax, a great victory for the cause of liberty. The fair tax takes power from the Congress and returns it to the people. The fair tax replaces other taxes, such as income tax and payroll tax, it is the form of it is in the form of a sales tax. It will only and can only exist if the IRS and income tax are forever banned. The fair tax is not regressive. It would take a hundred percent of the tax burden off the lower quintile and encourage saving and investing. It would tax the underground economy. It would be a great victory for the cause of liberty. Okay, we'll start there. Well, I, I totally agree. I've been pushing a fair tax since since before 2000. We both have. Our system of taxation on income is is super powered by the fact that people in Congress get to carve out uh, sweet spots for the people who help get them elected. That's why there's so many exceptions. The tax code is, I don't know what, 10 zillion pages long. Yep. It's grotesquely unfair. It's gerrymandered. Uh, it is the bastard child of what everything is in, in the swamp. We are a consumer nation. That's it's a strength. We, we have an economy that allows us to buy things when the Federal Reserve is jacking with it and the politicians aren't overspending so that we have to feel that pain. So we, the concept of a fair tax, which is, let's say, I believe it's 30%, is what the model says. It sounds high, but it's not. And and it forces the wealthy to pay for what they buy. Now, the, the one thing that is incredibly important in that email is the abolition of the IRS and the income tax completely and in total. Mm-hmm. 
you you don't have a value-added tax. That's why the fair tax isn't a value-added tax. Fair tax is fair tax. Uh, it isn't based in addition to another tax. It has to be the only tax, and that requires, as the email said, the abolition of the IRS completely, which is going to be like prying the gun out of child Heston's hand when it comes to the swamp creatures and especially the the, the federal Democrat Party. They are not going – even the Republicans in, in Washington are not going to want to get rid of this system because it allows them to reward the people that give them money to keep getting them elected. Mm-hmm. That's why it has to be a full-throated effort by the people to change our tax system. Numbers have been shown on this. If, if we implemented the, the fair tax, the federal government would have more and a more dependable revenue stream than they do today. Mm-hmm. And that's because, that's because it would touch the underground economy. You would every time you buy something, you would be paying you would be paying your fair tax. And the, the left loves to scream that election time. Everybody's got to play their fair share. Well, mm-hmm. this is the way to do it. If I'm going and buying a Pinto station wagon, I'm paying I'm paying the tax on that. <laughs> if Paul Pelosi's going to buy a golden hammer and a new yacht, then he's going to pay the tax on that. Mm-hmm. There's no getting it because there's a carve out, and I could use it as a tax write off for this. I can give you I can give you what what's valued at fifty billion dollars for a tax write off, but it really didn't cost me anything because I've always had it. You can't do that anymore. If you're buying something, you've got to pay your tax. And conversely, if you're Ted Kaczynski, and I'm not saying that everybody should be Ted Kaczynski. He's kind of a bad guy. If you're deciding you don't want to, like, feed into the economy, you want to live off the land, you are self-sufficient, and you you don't need to go and buy a Pinto station wagon, you're not getting forced to pay for somebody else's Pinto station wagon. Mm-hmm. You're living the way you want to. Now, what is the definition of of liberty? What's the definition of freedom? It's being able to live the way that you want as you help the common good going forward without being a collectivist, Marxist, socialist douche. Mm -hmm. So, So here we are. We could do something good for the American people, something that keeps a solid revenue line going towards the federal government, which removes a giant portion of the manipulative corruption at the federal government level, what's not to like about this? Mm-hmm. Now, the sales tax proposed in the fair tax bill initially sounds high at 30%. However, it will be virtually unnoticeable because when all income taxes are taken out at every level of production of goods and services, the reduction of the cost of goods and services will allow for the fair tax to be added without any noticeable increase in the final cost of goods and services to consumers. Well, think about this. When you look at your paycheck now, all the stuff that's coming out at the federal at the federal level for a tax would be restored to your paycheck. Yep. So everybody talks about tax cuts being a raise. This is the ultimate tax cut because we don't we wouldn't have an income tax anymore. Your paycheck would be yours. Yep. Except for your state tax, and that's up to where you live. In Florida, we don't pay one. In Texas, we don't pay one. I mean, these are these are good if you want to look at what it's like 
Does it live under a fair tax? Look at all the states that don't have state income tax. How do they glean their revenue? Mm-hmm. It's, it's from people purchasing things and the taxes they have they have on the goods there and how they do that. So, yes, I'm all for the fair tax. I urge I believe it's fairtax.org, I think is the, is the, yeah. the URL for that yeah, and organization. There's, and there's a book called The Fair Tax Book, Saying Goodbye to the Income Tax and the IRS, written by Neil Bortz and Congressman John Linder, available at Amazon. There you go. Yeah, check it out. Learn about it. It's a great, it's a great idea. It's time has come. Yep. And thank you, Paul, for sending us that. I appreciate that. And we'll talk about that some more, too. All right, Frank, got to let you go. I'll talk to you on Friday. Stay low, my friend. Friday, Friday, Friday with Frank Silvato. going to be a lot of fun. That was a good thing to get out there. Everybody can talk about uh, the fair tax, and we'll go over that later in the week. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to it, leave a comment, rate it if your platform lets you, and be sure to sign up for our Substack over at undergroundusa.com. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.